Hello there, welcome along to episode 62 of The Empire Strikes Back, a UK Yankees uh, podcast. I am Kev, I'm your host tonight, and as you can see, my train of thought has went completely and we've just started. <laughs> I'm happy to say I'm joined tonight by Mark Blakemore. You there, Mark? I am Kev. Uh, and you, Jack? Oh, I am here, mate. I am here, ready to die, uh, sort of break down every aspect of Yankees baseball. Yeah, I've got to say I'm so badly prepared today because I thought it was Tuesday today and then I got a text from Mark saying he on tonight and I was like, oh dear. So this is about last minute. Um, who are we going to do? We'll have a little look back at the, the, the last couple of series as we do and we'll have a look ahead later on. Um, a few talking points, I suppose. Let's start on a major positive point. Cole set a record last week and then broke his record again. I think that's 61 strikeouts without a walk is that correct i thought it was 63 in the end but even was it 63 it's, sorry it's, it's, yeah it's yeah. still fairly impressive anyway yeah he has just been unbelievable now i know he didn't get he didn't actually have the best out when he got that record but overall i mean cole this season has been everything that we've expected of a proper ace yeah I and mean, i think it, it's it's kind of another um sign of the pitchers dominating in mlb at the moment i think there was um Another pitch, I think it was Corbin Burns, I think, who set an NL record for um, opening the season strikeouts without a walk. Yeah. So this is just another indication. But but Cole is that kind of pitcher. He is going to come right at you because he can blow a fastball 98-99. So he, he's not one of the ones who's necessarily nibbling at the corners of the zone. He's going to go, you know, in, in some cases, right at the heart of the zone and sort of daring you to, to pick him off. And... Like I say, the, the, the Rangers did pick him off the other day. They were quite aggressive back, uh, took their swings, and okay, they 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 did well. They, they they touched him up for a couple of home runs in that game. Yeah. But he's that kind of pitcher. He's gonna. He's not gonna necessarily uh, nibble at the edges and walk guys and take his pain that way. He's gonna come right at you, go for the zone, and and you'll get tons of strikeouts along the way because of that approach. And it's so good to watch. That kind of approach, it's it's brilliant. I think it is. I think I mean I think it is a point that we do need to cover. Um, the fact that pitching is up this year. I think there was another no hitter last night, which is the fifth no hitter this season, I believe. Which is the fifth or sixth? It depends. Sixth, you count. The sixth, well, maybe. it depends yeah. if you count Bumgarners because then officially <sighs> it's not. Yeah. But then, <laughs> it, if MLB is saying yeah. that regulation is seven innings and he throws a no hitter in seven innings, then maybe it should. Yeah, I think we had that debate and we all kind of agreed that it's a bit shitty if you're making a game end in seven, in seven innings, then he's thrown a no-hitter. But yeah, I suppose it is five official, but six that we've seen, which does point to the fact that, you know, we know that the ball has been having an effect, more than just the fact that they're deadened the ball, but apparently the, the more pronounced um, seam on the ball is allowing pitchers to get a lot more spin. Um, and it is... It is actually crazy to see the way the numbers have risen up. And I think it is giving pitchers, you know, that confidence to to attack. Um, mm. So, yeah. Do you know what? See, since we're here, we need to, I suppose we need to talk about the unwritten rules. Did you see all this drama that's went on with uh, Thingy Larissa again? Tony Larissa. I mean, oh. what, what, what a dinosaur. Um... He is a dinosaur. So apparently what happened, for those of you who haven't seen it, I haven't necessarily seen it myself, but I've read about it, is uh, Yemen Mercedes on a 3-0 pitch in a blowout against a, I think it might have been a, a position player pitching. It was, yeah. He went he went, he went, went yard. And the twins, seen... didn't, twins didn't like it. And Tony LaRusso came out and rather than defend his own player, actually said, yep, he was wrong. And we'll deal with it within the confines of the family which sounds very godfatherish and sinister. Uh, so quite what he meant, who knows? Yeah, he's, he's he's someone for the dark ages. This is just crazy. I mean, the thing is, the game was over, right? And and it was over. They had they decided instead of blowing out any more of their bullpen, they put a position player in who threw an EFIS pitch. So it was a kind of looping EFIS pitch. And your man just seen it and hit it. Um, you know, he's the kind of guy you would want on your slow pitch softball team put it that way because it was i think it was like 30 miles an hour or something and he just rocketed out of the stadium uh, he's come out and said he's not going to change he's going to be what he is but it just brings up that whole sort of talk about that it's a thing i don't get is why 
a manager gets to decide on a three o pitch if the pitcher of the batter is going to hit or not. Well, it's all about this thing of not showing people up, not showing the other team up. And I, I kind of get it. And you know, there are many sports where you know, stars in that aren't particularly humble. And baseball is a, is a sport that has tried to, uh, I suppose, make sure its players don't uh, exaggerate things or blow their own self-importance up. I can understand that to an extent. But the game is there to be celebrated. And what I don't understand about the White Sox, the White Sox have... You know, in Tim Anderson, maybe the epitome is somebody who enjoys the game and yeah. who does things to make sure he celebrates. You know, he hits a walk-off home run. He's going to let you know about it and yeah. look, look, look to him. And he's a great player and he's good to watch. And he's on that side. So how he's coping with, you know, things like this, his manager saying, I, I don't honestly know. And apparently Lance Lynn has come out today and defended Mercedes as well. And uh, Yeah, well, he, he said that they should ditch the unwritten rules. And then apparently... Larissa made some comment like, I have an office, he has a locker or something like that about Lance Lynn. Crazy. Yeah, he's, he has a dinosaur. You, you, you hit the nail right on the head, he has a dinosaur. But Why don't why don't they just bring in the, the sort of mercy rule then? If yeah. they're going to be that precious about it and that sort of, oh, we're not going to show anyone up, we're going to put this and the other, bring in the mercy rule. And get, another get, thing get, is... Get, get, get to 10 run lead, done, finish. Come on. And see, the, see the fan... The fan the fans that's paid to get in, do they get three innings of nothing at the end if you're hammering a team just because of these unwritten rules? Well, your whole, your, whole sporting, you your whole sporting sort of career and being brought up through, especially here in the UK, it's all about playing 100% all the time. No matter what the score is, you you play and you keep trying this and the other. Why, why, why all of a sudden just ditch it? I don't understand. Yeah. If, if you're not good enough, the Twins are not good enough to keep this game close and you then decide to put in a it's their choice. They chose to put in that position player to, to pitch. You then run the risk of getting absolutely punked, absolutely yep. slapped around. That's your choice. You chose to do that. You can't I mean, then blame yeah. the other team for going, okay, if that's what you want to play, we'll just keep playing on runs. Simple as that. Strike hard, strike first, no mercy. I'm all Gee, for that. Just, if, if, yep. if you're not good enough to keep the score down, yep. don't complain about it. It's, I just, uh, it's just these unwritten rules that come along that just bugs me at times and and, and the whole was I, I was saying earlier I don't I don't quite understand the the kind of thing around the three no pitch because more often than not you're giving a guy a free strike why not just let the hitter make the decision you know if the pitch is there to be hit why not just let them hit it but yeah it's a part of the game I've never quite got my head around yeah we and, and, and that, let's be fair the White Sox can't really complain they they knew what they were getting into with Larissa. They they they, yeah, they knew true. they knew full well that this was going to come up at some point. At some point during the 160 game, this whole old style versus new style was going to come up, and it was going to sort of put into question his. Yeah, he, make, he makes Blake look like a teenager, yeah. doesn't he? And, and, Thank the, you. and the thing, for that <laughs> the thing is, he got such talent in t- such a talented team there with some really good young players. Yeah, they are a good and team. he's and he's just <clears throat> he's just uh, I don't know. I just I don't get the whole from day one why they appointed him. They could, no, it's great. Well, he was friends with friends with the owner. But... Yeah, that's that's it, isn't it? I was yep. watching a game earlier this season actually with um, the Dodgers and Clayton Kershaw was um, having a go at somebody who bunted against the shift. Um. <laughs> And both him and Dave Roberts are having a go at the um, the guy who did it, and it's like, why? What was the problem with that? Yeah. Well, CC always had a problem with that, didn't he? Mm, he didn't. He had, like a with, he had a problem with that. I think was it a couple of years ago. He had a problem with the Rays doing it. I think it was, wasn't it? I think. Well, I'm sorry, but people got, people people rightly should have exploited. You know, yeah. CC CC's not the most mobile of guys. Yeah. Why not bunt against him, force yeah, him to yeah, come yeah. off and do well, something he's not used to? That's the game. Him. Don't play the shift you've on them. You've got to use your advantages, like football, for instance. You've got a big... You've got Peter Crouch in your team. You play long balls up to him to use his strength. That's, it might not be pretty. It might not be the way you want to play it. But that's the strength of your team. And if mm. it is, bunting for a hit gets you on base. Yeah. When you need when you need a runner on base to, in the bottom of the ninth, you're down, you're down two runs. You need a runner on base. And that's the way to get a runner on base. Do it. Yeah, it's one of these sports where it's like 
you're going to put the shift on me, so you're going to put an advantage to your defence, so I'm going to take advantage of that big gap you've got, and you don't like it. I mean, come on. It's just, it's a part of the sport I've, I've struggled to get around. But yeah, interestingly, just before I came on, um, one of the guys on the Facebook um, group chat had shared a potential trade that's came up on Cattell Marty with Diamondbacks. So he's been speculated. He's on his way back from, he's in rehab at the moment, on his way back from an injury. And he's been put forward as a potential um, trade now that Hicks is out. Any thoughts on that? Um, he's a decent player. He's, he's, he alternates between second and outfield, doesn't he? Could play short, second, um, yeah. or out. Yeah, so a bit of. And he's um, a switch hitter. Yeah, I, I, I gather before the injury, he wasn't performing very well this season. I think it was last season or maybe the season before he really broke out in a big way. Yeah. So until his injury this season, he wasn't performing that well. Um, I, I've got no real objections to that trade at all. Who were they talking about in exchange for them? They didn't speculate. It was, um, I should have kept the article up. I don't have it on my screen, but basically they were... Um, I'm trying to think who it was. Yeah, it was Arizona Republic. Um, well, he was actually quoting Joel Sherman. So Joel Sherman's done an article quoting eight players, eight trade options for the Yankees. Okay. Ah. Okay. Who are Cattell Marty, Byron Buxton, and Brian Reynolds, Starling Marty, Mike Yast. Yeah, that guy Should for the Giants. That guy for the Giants. <laughs> Jackie Bradley Jr. Or Lorenzo Cain from the Brewers. Uh, Ender in in how do you say I'm doing well tonight. And Ahmed Rosario. They were the names that he put forward as potential trades for the Yankees. So, well, Rosario is somebody that Cleveland has converted into a centre fielder this season, haven't they? I mean, yeah. Um, before that, he's just a shortstop. That's right. Um, I I can't see the Starling Marte one because I think the Marlins went out of their way to get him and then uh, I think they may have offered him an extension, I don't know, but um, I can't see them parting company with it. And he's injured for about the next six weeks. Yeah, anyway. he's, he's broke his rib. Yeah, so I don't think he's going anywhere, anywhere soon. Um, Lorenzo Kane is getting on. Yeah. Um, so I'm not too sure about that one. Um, Brian Reynolds is probably, he's a Pittsburgh guy, isn't he? Unspectacular, but quite a good bat from memory. Yeah, I, I didn't know too much about him. He's from Pirates, none, none, yeah. none of the names really jump out for me, though. I'm not going to lie. Bradley Jr. Would, Bradley Jr. would be a massive upgrade in terms of defence. Yeah, but his defence, he, he sacrifice a bat. With he's lefty. Him. He's a lefty yeah. as well. As far, um, as far as Joey Gallo wasn't on that list, yeah, Just I thought Joey Gallo was... Outfield, not but only could be, if it is only a corner outfield, he could not yeah, yeah, not necessarily sort of... Badly need a centre fielder. Yeah, you uh, could fun. maybe push push someone into centre, couldn't you? Like, it would be mildly amusing to see Stremsky wear the pinstripes. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Other than yeah. that, there was nothing that really stood out in that list that I'd go, right, I'm willing to break the bank Really, I don't think I don't really think any of these are really anywhere. I don't think these are real break the bank type trades, which is probably why they're being talked about because of the kind of trades that they could actually see happening. I've got to admit that the, the Marty one um, from a, from a Diamondbacks is interesting looking. Um, you know, he can he's a switch hitter. He's as you say in twenty nineteen he had a real breakout year. Um, didn't have a great time before the injury, but if you put that down to the injury, then. Um, yeah, he's young. His only things that could cost a bit to get him, but fuck, I don't know. I just thought I'd bring it up because it was interesting. It just flashed up on my screen just as I was waiting for everything to load up here tonight. Do you find it interesting that Rugnet um, Dodor hasn't been in the lineup over as much in recent days? He's been injured, isn't he? He was injured, yeah. He was injured. Oh, he was injured when, so he just, when he just came back Astros, in. From the Astros game, wasn't he? Where he... Injured his knees only literally uh, right. yesterday. I think yesterday was the first right. My bad. first day he got um reactivated from the IL. Yeah, straight straight into the team, obviously. In, yeah. Former team. So. Yeah, no, I think I think he's surprised a few people. I think he's 
he's obviously we all we all knew he wasn't going to be an average here, as in as a sort of four average. average. Yeah, yeah um, he is what he is, and he gives you that little bit of pop in the middle of the middle of the order. Plays a solid enough second base. Nothing I think he's, he's, he's good. He's good defensively. He's he's, um, he's not elite, but he is good. Yeah, solid enough. I think he's obviously a yeah. downgrade from DJ at second, but he's not horrendously black bad. No, nah, um, you're not. You're not going to have really bad. Um, yeah, I think he's done well. I think he's sort of done pretty much what I expect him to do. And I, I like his style. I like his style of play as well. He's kind of one of them guys that just he he leaves it all on the field. I was actually going to say, it reminds me, it's kind of similar to Kevin Pillar in that way. Did you see that injury where he got hit with the ball? No, yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> oh my God, I, he's I, I posted a picture of it on, on Twitter today and I got quite a bit of backlash. Yeah, the one you posted was actually hands. after he had been in yeah, the hospital was, yeah. and had it fixed up because the first one, his nose was like right over at his eye. Yeah, it was really bad, wasn't it? I, yeah. I, I, did, I didn't watch the, I managed to, Bring myself to watch the video. See, to be honest, like, the, the video they don't wasn't it? Blood yeah, just gushing. There was the, no... the video I, I only seen replays and unless they maybe cut it, but I only seen the replays and they only basically showed you the pitch hitting him in the head, and then the camera stayed panned out and kind of never showed you any of the blood or anything like that. Mm. It was only when I seen the still pictures I was like, oh my god! But his nose as he was walking off was like basically round that multiple fractures is how it was yeah. described. So. Yeah, it was a uh, pretty brutal. Cool. So, shall we have a look back? Can you remember what the predictions were? Because I can't remember. I, I think they mixed. It was a mixture of four, two, and three and three, from cool. memory. I don't think any of us were brave enough to go out of that. Yeah. That so last week was the 12th so we played the Rays that night it was cold was up so any pitch to beauty so it was four and three yeah it was seven games wasn't it four and three that's right so cool all right i can't actually remember who was right i'm sure if rob was right he'll let us know next week um so yeah cole was just dominant absolutely dominant um Interestingly, I think he was like the fourth youngest player to get to fifteen hundred strikeouts as well. Maybe fifth, fourth or fifth on that list. Um, but yeah, we we won it one 0 which is always a nice nice way to win. Um, in these pitching duels. Yeah, no, it was it was a tight game, but I think at the moment, if you've got Chapman's got spoke about a zero ERA. Yeah, and he's just looking absolutely filthy. I saw um, there was one game he finished. I think it was on Monday night or even last night, and his final pitch was at one hundred and three. One hundred and three. His his velocity yeah. is way back up again. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's great to see. And I actually seen Cole did a little bit of the the chappy stare down after one. I don't know if that was last night's game or was it? I think it was the game and uh, they were talking about. Yeah, after he got the strike out, he did a bit of the stare down, which is I'm quite liking that at the moment. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. overall, overall to win a one 0 game, not more you can say other than Chap, eh, than Cole was electric and Chapman closed they're, it out. They're the type of games that get you sort of excited almost. They are. They're they're the games that you feel that oh yeah we really want. Like, you can always not not necessarily this year, but you can normally guarantee that we're going to win the slugfests. Yeah. Um. We win them more often than not. The one nil, two one games, the ones that really sort of are you really sort of happy almost when you see that box score. You think, oh yeah, we really knuckled down and got that hit when we needed it to. Um, they're the ones I really like seeing one nil wins. Yeah, well. they're bro- brilliant to watch when you're in them because every every single pitch is so important. When you get kind of four or five innings in and you know it's a duel. It's uh yeah, it's great to watch. It's it's fantastic. The thing is that, that the AL East teams have all been kind of pretty good recently. They've all been on a, a bit of form, possibly apart from the O's, but everyone else has had a bit of form recently. So it's um yeah, good to get that one. So the next night, yeah, got mullered. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the best way to describe it. Yeah, yeah. um, Tyon wasn't great. King coming wasn't great. Uh, just 
yeah, I kind of had a feeling it was coming, a result like that, just a bit of negativity around the team with some, yeah, I just, I don't know, I had a feeling that was going to happen. I didn't think we'd get Miller like that, but I feel we were going to drop that one. Did any of you see the game or? I don't, I didn't see that one. Nah, I just, I just no, got, I didn't got, know. Got, got it's, um, he's struggling a little bit tight on, isn't he, really? I think he's, I think we'll, Come yeah. back a little, not necessarily come back too quickly, but he's kind of come back and there's been sort of not, it's, it's sort of re- hit him kind of hard that he's now back in the majors. Yeah. And it's kind of not as easy as, as, as you'd like it to be. He's, um, the thing in that game is he had nine, nine strikeouts. <clears throat> so he was. He has a lot of long balls there, doesn't he? You yeah, get, it wasn't he terrible. But, mm. And he gets, he gets sort of in and out of trouble, but that, the long ball. Even even if you look at last night, when that his long he does tend to give up the long ball quite. Yeah, a bit. I guess that's where he probably he probably should be coming back from the amount of time he's had off. He's going to have that inconsistency, and he's going to have them bad innings um, in a game. So I suppose it's probably kind of where we expect him to be. You know, at times I think sometimes we put a wee bit too much expectation on him. If you can keep this going, building for next season, then you could have a hell of a picture on your hands. But yeah, it's um, he's doing a lot of positive stuff, but it's just, it's just these sort of the, the, there's just times he gets away, and he does even in the, the games when he's pitched really well, he has had some Houdini moments where he's got himself into trouble and managed to get himself out of it. It's a dangerous game to play when you know that one pitch gets away and then you lose a couple of runs and. Yeah, I think he was tagged for four earned runs on that. King came in and gave up a, a few as well. But overall, kind of my big worry was when you looked at the sort of bottom end of the of the batting order. After Rochelle, you were going Sanchez, Ford, Clint, and Duhar and Gardy. I mean, just just like when you look at their batting average and stuff. I think there was a bit of discussion on the Facebook group about it as well, and we were like. It just looks weak. I think that's that's one of the things that they're going to have to address moving forward. Yeah, I think it's it's one of the things. I th- it's not looking good at the moment, but these are sort of the. I think we've got to recalibrate back to one sixty two, and not yeah. think it's games. One sixty two. Every every you're always going to have these little periods where the team isn't what you want it to be, whether that's injuries or. Or more, or whatever. We're we we're, we're still above five hundred. We're still only what two games out of first place. We're not buried. We're not running away of anything. We're in the middle of the pack kind of thing. And you just got to re. So everyone's got to do it. You've got to recalibrate back out back up to yeah. one sixty two. And it's not a sixty game season. It's not a sprint. It is only May. These, yeah, this isn't ideal. It isn't ideal seeing all these injuries come up. Yeah, we knew they were going to happen every oh, I mean, year. They happen, yeah. so it is what it is. The bats aren't where they probably should be, but you've just got to ride them. And in the day, we're still getting wins. Yeah, the big concern for me, I suppose, is you know you see Stanton going down and Hicks has went down now, and it's. it's there's no depth there. There's not much depth at all. And I don't want to go back to the Talkman trade, but the more things go on, the even less sense that trade makes at the moment. You know, we're now scrambling around for a, a centre fielder and we've been playing this young guy. And mm. we could have had Talkman in there who you know we know would do a job. And interestingly, yesterday, I think the Mets who have had an even worse problem traded for Car- Cameron Mabin just for cash. I would have had him back. Dollar, I heard. I mean, just, just literally, just like a dollar. Yeah, <laughs> just I mean, pretty bare minimum. We, 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 we should have been all over that kind of deal. Um, he's, he's a guy we know. We know he can do a job, and yeah, I would have liked to have had him back, back in the Bronx rather than Queens. That's for sure. Um, an, yeah. an interesting, an interesting one is Floreal. I know he's only just it been is. promoted to Triple A. Yeah. I know they wanted him to get Triple A. He's never played, play or above. But he is. He hit another home run last time as well. Yeah. I think he's hit. I think he hit four at Double A, and I think he's hit about two or three at Triple A as well. So he's slowly. He might be one of those guys that mm. had their sort of. They they leveled out, 
and now just starting to kick up again kind of thing. So he might be, if these injuries, they might think he might be a good enough. Yeah. They may think he might be Mike Topman's level with the bat and just as good with the speed and the outfield. Well, he's definitely defensively, Florian. There's no question about his defense. So they, they, they may see his bat with if Triple A at yeah. bats and the Sanyavo. We did discuss this. All star break. He may be just as good as Mike Topman. Yeah, I mean, I think know. get him up just now because we we. we we did discuss this last week that he potentially could be a, an internal option because um, he has certainly looked a lot better this year. But interesting, yes, of course. Stanton went on the on the IL, which was a news that none of us. Um, although I think that was after that game, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was. Yeah, it was after that game he went on IL, and I think we've all been kind of waiting for that happening at some point. But it is very disappointing when he's been so hot to, to lose he him tend, from the lineup. He tends to um, play like, when the pressure's on with Stan, which is a little trait that I'm starting to see. When the pressure's on and the stakes are sort of, there's an atmosphere, there's a, something about the game, he tends to show up a little bit. You look yeah. at last last postseason. Oh, he was unbelievable. He was on, he was on, you, you, if we managed to get to the, uh, the CS and maybe World Series, he was on record pace sort of home run. Yeah. Per game in the off season for Yankees and it's and the other. That Astro series, he was on fire, and there was something. Obviously, we all know there was something about that series. The, the crowd was on it. The, everything there was a atmosphere. Yeah. He may be someone who just needs that something on the line. This yeah. game means something. Big big he, game guy. Yeah, yeah. He might. He, it could just be a pure pure night of luck because he has tailed off a little bit since that series. Obviously, now he's on the IL. Um. But it's a nice trait to have if he can, or an A-Rod a trait almost. Yeah. A-Rod sp- needed it. He he managed to pull it out. No, I do agree with that. I think he does step up. And I think the, the positive out of it is it's just a minor sort of muscle. Is it his leg or something? I think it is. I think it's just a muscle strain. It's not... Is it not his quad? I thought it was his quad. Was it his quad, is it? Yeah, it could be. I, mean, right, I, think, I think it's very much a precaution stint on the yeah, I, don't I don't think it's... He's injured. He needs to heal. It's a yeah. We, uh, he was gonna miss. He was gonna miss a week anyway. Yeah. We may as well put him on the IR. That means we can call someone else. Yeah. Up and it also allows you to give Judge a few days off with the DH. Get yep. Sanchez in there as a DH while playing Higgy. Yeah. You that DH frees up a little bit more, obviously. So, I think they just done that. They knew he was gonna play in the next in the Texas series anyway. Let's get him on that IL IL back day a little bit. Yeah, and, and then um, we, start again. Yeah, we come into the come into the Orioles game next on Saturday. Um, it was a bit of a pisser. All of the games, just about all of the games since we were last on, they're all after midnight. Um, apart from Sunday's game, annoyingly. Um, but yeah, we come into that game. I've got to admit, I looked at the bat the batting order in this game, and I thought, oh god. When you look down it, there was there was only Lemayhu and Judge hitting above the Mendoza line in the full line-up. I was like, oh my God. But uh, Kluber had another good outing, although he got tagged for some runs. I think he had a pretty solid outing. Um, yeah, and we managed to, to get the win. Then we, saw, then, we saw, then we saw Judge coming into some form. Yeah, he started yes. to tear up a little bit in that formal series. But this yeah. Mendoza betting below, the, 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 as Chris said a couple of weeks ago, it's, an, it's, a, it's a sort of league-wide problem. Yeah, Every, everyone is struggling. MLB for the last what 20, 18, 19, they were criticized for having these juice balls, weren't they? Essentially, yeah. they were going, you, you juice the balls, it's home run or nothing, blah 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 blah. Essentially, they rioted that by making the ball so dead, you can't really hit it, kind of thing. Or you, or a lot of players are struggling, so they've sort of gone from one end to the other and sort of really killed it. How many no-hitters? Five no-hitters this season? Yeah, already? I think you, you just actually nipped off me and Mark were talking about that earlier. And I think it, even with the ball, it's not so much that they've deadened the ball, but apparently the, the seams are more pronounced. So yeah. the player, the, the pitchers are actually able to generate so much more spin um, and get a better grip on the ball. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is definitely pitching friendly at the moment, but it is always just like, I don't know, you just look at the lineup and the there is definitely a trend downwards on batting average for sure in the league, but 
we have a lot of guys that are really, really struggling out there, really struggling to, to, to get their numbers. And we have other guys who are absolutely, like, Judge has been otherworldly the last um, week. Stanton was on an absolute unbelievable tear before that. So we are kind of relying on one or two hot players at the moment, which is uh, Gio has been outstanding this year. So we're kind of relying on them players, whereas I think when we go down the sort of second half of the order, it's, yeah. It is, Dicey, isn't it? But at least uh, in that game, the, the relief pitching came through. Yeah, um, big time. Loisega, Chad Green again. Peralta. Yeah, so yeah. we sort of saved that game, sort of sneaked it 5-4. Yeah. Yeah, it was good good to get the win. I mean, it is Baltimore at the end of the day, but it was good to get the win. Um, then Saturday. Yeah, Saturday night's game was the... 8-2. That's right. Judge was outstanding. Again, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So judge, judge went off when, when he's on, the week, when he's he? on a tear. Yeah, when when he's on a tear, you see, I, you know, I tweeted out yeah, after when he was in sort of in the middle of that Baltimore series, when he's fit and healthy and he's playing the way he is, he's a top five player in the game in my book. I can't, wouldn't say he's the best. Uh, I definitely think he's top five because he's just when he's that when he's that locked in and that in yeah. form. I don't think there's many better than him. I really don't. And you, he can carry a team. He yeah. can carry a team. And that, that's part of the, the lure when it comes to the Yankees and whether they're going to offer him this deal, a, a deal before he needs it kind of thing. Because mm. the, 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 the lure is a top five player in the league yeah. and the face of your franchise from Nick. If he stays yeah. healthy this season and the kind of productive form he's in, He's going to get paid at the end of the season. I think. I think they'll 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 pay him then rather than let his contract uh, get to free agency, which is good. Um, I, saw, I saw I saw a picture on 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 Twitter. There was um there was a screenshot of his 27, 2017 season, and it's just something you just don't realize how good he was. Um, it was, I think it was about sixty games into the season. Yeah, I'm just having a quick look on Twitter now. I'm not probably not going to be able to see it now because it's quite yeah, a Twitter's a nightmare for that. Yeah. It was quite a while ago, um, but um, yeah, it, it was. You just don't, you just kind of forget how good he was in that. Uh, here we go. I got it. There was 58 games into the season, so quite a quite a chunk into the season. Yep. His average was 344, 21 home runs, 47 RBIs. And an OBP of 450. Jesus. Yeah. You just forget how good he was in that season. Yeah, he was an instant superstar. That's and for sure. That's the type of player, that's the that's the potential he has got to take off again. And that's that's the lure, isn't it? That's the lure. Yeah, I mean I, I think as we all said, this is a big season for him, and so far it's all going well. If he can stay healthy, he's going to get paid. Because yeah, he is, I think you're right. Yeah. He's a face. He's a face of the franchise. He's a, they'll, they'll they'll get him paid, make him captain, which I think is the right thing to do. Um, cool. So, Gio Shell, I mentioned him before as well. Again, he stayed red hot as well. He's very clutch. Very un, very underrated because yeah, as I say, he's clutch with the bat. But now he's added this ring to his bow of shortstop. Yeah, <laughs> that he's not just a third baseman anymore. He he can play shortstop. He can play yeah. to a good standard. Decent level, yeah. I mean, he's, an, he's, he's still he's an excellent, he's a third baseman. He's an excellent third baseman. He, but can, yeah. he can play shortstop if needed. Unless he have labour a day off or to cover for him whilst he's obviously out with COVID, which he should be back. I believe he could be activated today. Is it today? Glaber yeah, could be activated today. So, That's um, a relief. So, yeah, that, that string to his bow is... Hmm? It's, 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 it's brilliant it's a brilliant thing to see and I, 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 I think he's very I think he's so underrated when it comes to the best third baseman in the league I think yeah, Arenado yeah. Chapman though those are your two premium third baseman I, I see around the league I don't watch anywhere near enough other than baseball yeah no the sort of leaping giants in that kind of sense but for me he's up there 
yeah. with, with those two. Maybe not as a hitter, all-round hitter, sort of your power hitter, but for 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 a third baseman glove and an all-round game. He's an absolute. He's an absolute bargain, is what he is mm. in there. He's been. He's been an amazing find. Similar to Voight at first base, he's been a, a great find. Mm. Um, interesting. You talk about short stuff. Tyler waited a good game. That game, he went three for four. Mm. Yeah, which is very un-Tyler Wade like. It's a shame. Probably Rob, a career high, isn't it? A shame. A shame. Rob's not here to discuss that. Probably <laughs> a career high. Yeah. So we then. So we won 8-2 in that one. As you said, the pitching came in and did really good. Then we finally got the only game that was on at a decent time, which was Sunday night's game. And We absolutely was, chucked it. Didn't it we? was just a horror show. Uh, the, started off so well. It started yeah, so started well. off amazing. 4 0 Yep. And then you just absolutely chuck it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what was up with Gumby, but he just wasn't on it at all. He's he's had a couple of them. He looks so he's shaky. Had a of them this season, yeah. where he just can't hit any of his spots because he's not a as we all know, he's not a power pitcher, so he's not going to Garrett Cole sort of bully you out of the game. He needs to hit his spot. Yeah, and he was just wasn't. Everything was getting hit, hit hard. As well. Yeah, I, I I guess at times you know I think sometimes we watch Cole. And then you think all oh, your other pitchers should be just as good. And you've got to remember that they're not Garrett Cole, which your number four, number five pitcher. They're going to have these games. But you get so spoiled with watching these guys when they're on it that sometimes it's difficult to, to, to kind of watch that. And he, his last out and he was just absolutely lights out. And this one, it just, I don't know, it just looked shaky and very, very shaky. I mean, the back to back home runs in the first was absolutely brilliant. I have to mention that. Um, Especially for for Sanchez and for for Fraser, but but yeah, just I don't know the game. You could just see the way the game was going. I, yeah, I don't um, know how you felt, Mark. My, my, you Michael felt. Michael Frank at uh, base for the ball. He was up one for fifty two or something going into that. <laughs> yeah, he has a there's like a three hit game three, or something. Three hit game he got. Yeah, I kind of missed this one and I didn't join this one until about the seventh or eighth. But I was following it. I was going by then. You guys were putting some messages up on uh, Twitter about how bad Monty was. So um, yeah. I, I couldn't actually get to join until about the 7th or 8th, I think. I think. You didn't miss that. I actually chucked it by that point. I had stuff to do and I gave up. So mm-hmm. my bad. But yeah, and Lamar made his um, his debut in centre field, who I had never heard of him before that. I'd, I'd, I'd heard of him, but only because I think we played Wins the the sort of the year he played for them a, a little bit, yeah. So I'd heard the name, but I wouldn't have been able to bring out the lineup or anything like that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 one of them things. Him as we've talked about, Tottenham trade kind of looks a little bit bad at the moment. But, <laughs> just a little bit, yeah. Um, yeah, I think you just got to ride that one out a little bit. I think. Yeah, and, and the pen came in. King came in, did a decent job. Lucas Lucky done his job, and then Peralta, just as you mentioned, the the Talkman trade tra- trade. Sorry, he gave up too, and Cesar gave up a few. But the game, the game, kind of felt like it was getting away from us before that. So I wasn't kind of surprised that it went that way. Um, <coughs> it's just disappointing that the only game that's blooming on it. A good time for us, and I had to be that one, but that's baseball, I guess. Yeah. We moved on to Arlington after that. Um, the first game against the Rangers, and it, uh, this was a game we talked about earlier where Cole got his record, but he just he just wasn't himself. I think he just, yeah. Gave up a couple of home runs and stuff, and yeah, it was just the ball, never on the ball it. flies in that ballpark, doesn't it? So even good pitchers, yeah, could could um get tagged up for home runs they probably may not normally have given up. But he's, he's going to have games like that. This is the new ballpark they've got now, isn't it? I've not seen yeah. how, it, how it reacts to. Um, I mean, I remember it's watching. It's a, a friendly or pitcher friendly ballpark or not? I remember the old, watching the a old bit one of the. Was. Um, the NLDS and CS that were held there. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, and, and obviously the World Series. Yeah. Um, the ball just seems to fly. I don't know what, what it is. It's, 
it's it's just know whether it's the the sort of just the general atmosphere of it or whatever the reason is. It just the old, seems to fly. The old the old one did actually went to a ball game there once. Um, oh, cool. And there was it was the two hundredth MLB game in which a player had hit three home runs. One of the, I think it was the uh, the Blue Jays catcher hit three home runs. It was the two hundredth game that that had happened. Um, and they've now had over 500. <laughs> Showing my age a little bit. Um, but so, yeah, the old ballpark definitely was a bitch. It was a was a batter's park. Um, I guess uh, given that the, the new ballpark is only about 200 metres away from the old one, there's similar dimensions. I don't see any reason why this new one wouldn't be either. Yeah, you never know. I mean, look at move, the move from Yankee Stadium next door and it definitely became more of a band box. The old stadium wasn't wasn't the ball didn't fly as easy mm. in the old Yankee Stadium as it does in the new ones. So I suppose it can it can be affected. But well, you know, Texas came out with a game plan. They were going to attack Cole. They came out hitting early and they they got to him. Like we saw him earlier on, Cole's not about to sort of shy away from a challenge. And sometimes you know he's going to get touched up and balls are going to go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that pretty much sums up the game. Um, I think you're pretty spot on there. I think we had some chances in the game, didn't capitalise, but not a lot. Um, so, yeah, overall, one positive is Gardner had a, a couple of hits in the game, which he's been struggling a fair bit lately. So, yeah, but overall, one to forget, I would say. Um, and then moving on to last night's game, um, I haven't actually seen this yet. I got up this morning, I normally watch the game first thing. But um, my missus was starting work early this morning, so I was kind of rushing about looking after my son. And I meant to watch it at lunchtime and just was busy and I've not got a chance to watch it yet. Yeah. So we, we, we went down, we, we gave up three runs in the third inning, Tyon did. Um, and we then responded straight away with five in the top of the fourth. Wow, um, brilliant. So... A, a, a little, um, there was again, it's positive that we won the game, but... The main major factor for me is we managed to score. Was it seven runs, Mark? You know, seven. Yep. Seven four without yeah. without without a home, home run, which yeah. is these little things obviously play into the bigger picture. Yeah, um, for, it's something for, you look in. You do like to see because you don't want to become. I know um, DJ got a big hit with the bases loaded at three yep, all. Yep, to, yep. to to give us a two run lead. Um, Gio got a double, which a run. Sanchez got a double, which put in a run. Um, judged it as well. Yeah, and judge judge what I mean. I run as well. So it's nice to see them playing that kind of ball. Yeah, it's some yeah something we've criticised the team for actually is not playing enough of that. So you've got to credit them when they actually go and do it. And uh, yeah, it's good to really good to see. And again, the bullpen came through four point two innings, no runs, no runs given up, on, only one hit. Chapman's so, looking healthy. Can't, can't fault well. that at all. Yeah, put Chapman, all, uh, I think. He, he struck out final guy of 100, 100, 101, 103, I think. Yeah, that was the sequence. Yeah. So he's looking absolutely another level at the moment. He's just, he looks completely unhittable. And he looks, every time he steps up there, he looks like he knows he's going to get the guy out. He just, he looks like he's picking pissed off. Yeah. Like that. Like angry. And he, he looks like he's like, do you know what? I am a good elite closer. I'm going to show everyone, and I'm not going to take no, nothing for an art. Because the last couple of years, is that his velo's been been down around sort of ninety. Not it's not slow or anything, but ninety seven, ninety eight, yeah. hasn't it? It hasn't been over a hundred that often. And to, and to consider, he used to be one hundred and five. He had definitely lost a bit, and I, th- I think last season the criticism we took probably hurt him a little bit and then I think all the, the sort of stuff that's came out after that with potential you know the stuff about them cheating and stuff I think he just looks like he's come back angry and ready to prove everyone wrong and he looks unbelievable mm-hmm. like unbe- the best I've ever seen him I think oh the best the best he's pitched as a Yankee yeah I would say so and he was good the first time we got him before he was, he was traded away as well but I mean he just looks it looks unhittable. So yeah, it was. It was. Um, I'll, I'll need to go and watch it. And Odor came in, got a couple of hits as well. His first game back. <coughs> I was reading. I was reading. He was saying it was a bit strange because obviously it's his first time back in. Yeah, 
in Texas. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he's um, yeah, he was taking photos of his old teammates and this. Was it? <laughs> it's got to be strange for him because he was obviously yeah. there his whole career. The contract he signed, he probably thought he'd be there for at least for another two years and maybe get a, another one after that as well. Yeah. Um. So then, all of a sudden, basically, just they're they're paying him to play for yeah, us yeah. against. Yeah, against him, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like. It's actually yeah. kind of shows you how quickly things can change in this game because he was, he was a bit of a star and then it just sort of faded very, very quickly for him. It's crazy how it can just change like that. But yeah, overall, pretty positive. Um, you know, it's disappointing we never get the sweep one Sunday. I think that's been a feature this season that I don't think we've swept any team this season, have we? Detroit, Detroit. Oh, Detroit, we did. Yeah. Yeah, well, they, well, they they're, are they're bad. cannon fodder, aren't they? They're bad. Although side. they've actually had a bit of form as well in the last the last week or so. So, yeah, but it's um, yeah, it's seem, we seem to choke out on the the sweep. But overall, yep, very positive. So looking ahead to basically, we have two games left against Texas. A three game set against the White Sox and then we'll get one game in against one game in, in Toronto. Is it against um, is it a home? Sorry, sorry, in back in New York. We'll get one game against the Blue Jays but in New York. We're back White Sox in New York and one game against the Blue Jays in the Bronx. So one, two Six games. Six games, Before, yeah. Until next Wednesday, yeah. So who's some, gonna go for some, four and two first? <laughs> some tough games in there to be fair. There is, yeah. Um White Sox just won again tonight, I've seen. So they're, they're top of their division. Um, from what I can see, um, Julieta Peach to Beauty. So, oh, let me think. Um, uh, I will go one and one remaining games against Texas. I'll go. I am going to go for one, two. <laughs> no, two and one. I'll go three and three. I think we might drop the first one against the against the Blue Jays. Just stole it from me. I'm going three and three as well. Yeah, see, I, I've got it a kind of different way, but I've got three and three as well. I think. I, we'll I think we might. I think we might win the next two against Texas, and I think we lose two or three against the Sox, and then win against Toronto. But I, yeah, I, I'm so going I've, I've got three. I've got one and one with with Texas. I think we'll win one, lose one, drop two at the White Sox, and beat the Blue Jays in the first game. So that's my three and three. Blue Jays on a hot streak. Um, 16 and 7 in the last 23. Yeah. And the division's really tight now. Yeah. So it is Red Sox still leading. Then it's the Blue Jays, then the Rays, then the Yankees, but all within two games of each other. We're actually 1.5 games back and we're on fourth. Yeah, Tampa Bay are a game back. Toronto are half a game back. It's so uh, tight. Yeah, I we mean, got Toronto on a three-game winning streak. The Rays are on a five-game winning winning streak. And yeah, I mean, as I said earlier, the form that Boston have been five and five over the last ten, but Toronto seven and three, Tampa six and four, and we're seven and three. It's only Baltimore that have been that have been kind of on a losing record there. So we're definitely it's it's going to be a really tight division all the way, I think, which is good. Um, the, the test is going to come. We've, got, we've still got—is it 19 games against the, the Red Sox? Against the Red 19 Sox, 19 or yeah. 16. We haven't played them yet so far. This we haven't. Season. No, yeah. we haven't played them yet. So we're going to have an awful lot of games against them as a proportion of the rest of the remaining schedule. So yeah. th- th- those will be the those will be the critical ones, I think. Yeah, I, th- I mean that's. But I mean, we, we can't discount Toronto. I mean, they they have been. A pretty good team this season, and they've still got quite a few players to come back from injury. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's going to be tight. I think it's going to be tight all the way through. I think, I think they are four good teams. I think they're going to. Eat, we're all capable of beating each other, and I think we've seen that this season. That you know, each team's capable of beating up on each other. We haven't played Boston yet, as you say. It'll be interesting to see how them series go, but uh, you can't see one team dominate another the way the teams are set up at the moment. I just don't see it, but. It'll be interesting to see. I think there's a lot will come down to the deadline and what the Yankees do. Um, but yeah, that's good. One last thing I wanted to kind of talk about before we go. Um, did you see the they're going to make a ESPN are doing a six episode series on Jeter? I'm assuming it's a sort of similar to what they've done in Michael Jordan. So 
I think it's due out later this year. Did you see this? No. I haven't seen that, no. No, not at all. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. It's, um, it's going to be interesting. I don't know how much, how much access he's going to give to him, but... Yeah, uh, he, he has he has involved in it. I think he's he's involved in it as a sort of executive producer or whatever as well. So, um, But it's called The Captain, and it'll fo- follow Jeter's journey from first-round pick to Yankees great. Um, yeah, documentary series. I'm looking forward to it. I just wonder if we'll actually get access to it over here. Could be the could be the issue. Um, well, the, the the Jordan thing was on ESPN, wasn't it? Was it that? But that that came out on Netflix. went to Netflix. That so is, they, 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 if, it, if it's big enough, they'll they'll find a way of getting over. Yeah, it, but, um, it's one of the best series I've seen. That um, oh, it was, it was brilliant. Jordan it was, thing. It was um, fantastic. Real in depth. Yeah, sort of everything you wanted out of, out of a doc series. Though. Yeah, it, yeah. It was, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see. It's just um. I say it all depends on how much access he actually gives. To, he's six... quite a private guy, isn't he? So he's not. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if they'll cover yeah. the gift gift baskets. And That's also, he's, I doubt yeah, it. Yeah, he's he's obviously got his thing with the with the Marlins as well. So, so the real yeah, juicy stuff would he that, that... would he let get out of there? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously going to it's obviously going to be played towards favouring them. So I think they will probably miss some stuff out, but. These documentary makers these days, they need that and they need most of the stuff in there. So there will be probably an agreement that, you know, his legacy will not be tarnished by it, but oh, he'll have final they'll say. have to, they'll, they'll they'll have have to cover say. some of it. It's probably the best way to do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. He'll go yes or no kind of thing. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking It'll forward to it. I think even with, um, with Jordan, they did touch on some of the sort of sore subjects with him as well. They never left him out, but... I mean, ESPN, the 30 for 30 series, I've, I've, I've not seen all of them, but the ones that I have seen have all been really, really good. They have, the ones that I've seen been excellent. Yeah, unfortunately, I've not been able to get the Steinbrenner one, which I was quite interested in, quite interested in seeing. But yeah, anyway, all good. So we'll be back next week. I won't be here next week. I'm actually away with work, um, but I'm sure some of you guys will keep things going next week. Um, but thanks for your time listening tonight, guys. And yeah. Good night. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>